0: Hello, my name is Kevin Dorn of the Vision 21 Implementation Committee and this is the Meet Belmont Podcast. We are pleased to be broadcasting to you today from the Belmont Media Center. The Town of Belmont established a Town Vision in 2001 and our Vision 21 Implementation Committee helps to facilitate the the goals established in that vision. Each episode of the Meet Belmont Podcast is a conversation with the leadership of one of Belmont Town's committees or boards. Uh, We hope to increase the visibility into all the great work that's being done uh, on behalf of our town, and uh, if you are a Belmont resident listening to this podcast, we hope that you'll gain a better understanding of the role that each committee plays and how they are working towards implementing the town vision, and uh, learn ways that you can participate in the activities of the town. Today, we're happy to have with us Nick Iannuzzi, the chair of the Belmont Zoning Board of Appeals. Welcome to the program.
1: Uh, Thank you, Kevin. How are you?
0: I'm um, Great. Uh, can you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and uh, how long you've lived in Belmont and why you decided to join the board?
1: Um, I've lived in Belmont for approximately 15 years, um, three children in the Belmont school system. Um, I decided to get on the Belmont Zoning Board of Appeals because I was a former member of the Somerville Zoning Board of Appeals, and um, I do... Part of my law practice, I'm a lawyer, is I do some zoning work in Somerville. I've done some in Anita, uh, Newton. So I have, a ba- I have a background in zoning, and I thought um, at the time I knew there was an opening on the board, and I thought, eh, maybe I'll give it a shot. I started off as an associate member.
0: Okay, great. And uh, can you just kind of give us an overview of uh, the, z- the zoning board itself and, and what it does?
1: Well, the zoning board is governed by uh, Massachusetts Chapman. General Law is Chapter 48. So it's a quasi-judicial body. It decides whether or not to to vary from the the Belmont zoning bylaws, whether it be issuing a variance or a special permit. So if someone comes uh, to the planning office and they want to do something that is not within the bylaws and they need a special permit or a variance to do so, we will... um, uh, review it and see if we'll allow the special permit or the or the variance or, or deny it. So that's what the, the, the Zoning Board of Appeals does.
0: And so in your experience, you talked about how you're on Somerville and, and you've experienced other towns. Is it pretty similar approach between the, the different towns or uh, <laughs> can it be very different?
1: It's a similar approach, but in cities like Somerville and Cambridge, uh, we could have Fifteen cases on a night in Somerville, and more neighbors and this and that. And in Belmont, we cap it at, I think it's five five cases a night. And also, you know, um, it, this it, some cases are controversial, and then others are just there's no one shows up. But Somerville, it, 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 the bigger the city, the bigger the the more controversial the cases. Then the more suburban towns, less controversial, and uh, but it's just when I came from Somerville, this the Belmont, it was just funny, the difference, but yeah, same, tip, same type of setting and same zoning board, but a little bit more, um, we used to go to 11 and 12 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. but here we go, you know, we go to about 9. Okay.
0: So... And how about how is it structured, I mean, numbers of committee members and what kind of makeup of the the people that do participate?
1: Well, it's chartered to have eight members. Um, There are five regular members, which are voting members, and three alternates. Right now we have uh, five voting members um, and two alternates, and there's one open seat. So since I've been on the board, um, I've been on the board now for ten years, there's uh, all, There's only been one woman on the board since I've been on, it, so we'd love to, and there's, there's one open seat, we'd love to see a woman on the board, I think it would be fantastic. When I went on, it was all attorneys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was the sternest board you've ever seen, <laughs> but it was, there were great minds. Uh, the chairman at the time um, was Bill Chin, he was the chairman for 30 years, fantastic chairman. Um, and then it was Eric Smith after Bill, and then me. Um, So right now, we have, I think we have two attorneys, a real estate broker, um, an engineer, um, um, uh, someone who does investments. So we have a broad base. Um, Being too attorney-heavy, I don't think you need having an architect. We could use an architect, having an engineer, having a real estate broker. I think that's all great because it a, it gives you a varied background. I think that's fantastic because, after all, you're dealing with a lot of different people, a lot of different things. and Right, right. So and
0: with the one opening, if anybody's listening and they say, hey, uh, this sounds interesting to me, you go through the regular process in town and that, submit an application. Yes, if
1: you go on to the uh, – town of Belmont Zoning Board of Appeals website. There's a link and it's Board of Selectmens are looking, Board of Selectmen are looking for volunteers. All you have to do is put in your resume and uh, fill out an application and um, I think that you would be set um, with the Zoning Board of Appeals. I think it would be great. Um, and uh, any background I think would do it would be great. okay great. And in terms of uh, how the
0: Zoning Board interfaces with other uh, town committees or the Planning
1: Board, can you, how does that work? Well, we, we interface with the Planning Board at times because in this town, which unlike other towns um, in cities like Somerville, I can use Somerville as an example, the Planning Board proposes changes to the Zoning Bylaws. Uh, and then town meetings uh, approves and writes up the changes. So we interface with the planning board and at times we have joint projects. Um, In my tenure, it's only been one or two and I can't remember which ones they are. And we also um, interface, we have joint meetings with the planning board, but we'll interface with uh, traffic advisory, whether it be the high school committee, fire, fire and safety, um, and any other board that would come t- to before us, um, depending on what the use of the property is, um, we so any other board that would be on any other project um, would come before us. We don't often see a lot of, of, of boards, but um, you know, uh, mostly planning. And if there's a traffic advisory. Something with traffic I know when um I know when there were changes done to the roads we would see the the, the um traffic advisory oh historic commission mm-hmm. we would see a lot of the historic commission right um especially when they were doing um uh the il casali building mm-hmm. where il casali is the old fire station right uh we saw a lot of the um historic commission mm-hmm. because there was a little bit of of um unique Push nature of that back. building yes unique nature and there was also when they were putting the cell phone um, tower into one of th- they were thinking of putting it into one of the buildings or on top of the fire station another unique um, circumstance there as well okay
0: can you just walk us through uh, the uh, process for uh, submitting the application and how long does it take to adjudicate and you know what are the what are the major steps
1: so like any like uh, um, unlike any other, um, you know, um, uh, officials in this town. We don't interact personally with with the public, so you, someone would go to um, plant the planning staff and see someone like our or Jeffrey Wheeler. Mm-hmm. And again, they do a, the great job in Glenn Clancy. So they'll file an application and. They want to put, um, you know, a, a second story or what they think is a second story on their house. A lot of what we've seen, a ton of what I've seen in my tenure is, they want to put a second story over their, over their um, sun porch, mm. to to make a master bath in their bedroom or a big closet. I'm sure you must have a, a gigantic uh, second floor. <laughs> I don't, but uh, so, and. It won't meet the requirements because of a setback or it's um, or, or or a side side setback. and um, so they'll put an application in, they'll put a plot plan, they'll fill out uh, they'll, they'll do the uh, design plans, um, the architect uh, plans, and uh, they'll fill out the application. And then this the engineer, town engineer will take a look at it. It'll get, a, it'll get denied, they'll get a letter, then they'll fill out um, an application for whatever they need. Normally, nine times out of ten, or 99% of the time, they will need a special permit, one or more special permits. Mm-hmm. And um, then they seek relief from us. Mm-hmm. Now, a special permit is easier from, a, from st- the standard point of view to receive, then there's a variance because of variance you need different there's different and unique standards you have to meet mm-hmm. and it's not easily met mm-hmm. so and then then it comes before us so and there's constant contact between the planning staff ours, is the planning staff re, um, liaison between the, the board and, uh, and us so we talk and we go back and forth and we discuss things and sometimes applicants have to come back before board two and three times because we'll make recommendations, or maybe they'll have to come back uh, because they haven't fully completed their application, or maybe we make suggestions and we don't deny it, but we say, well, maybe it can be done this way, and instead of them pushing forward, mm-hmm. they understand, well, if you make this change, this is how it'll have to be done, or you scale for the project back a little bit. Right. I mean, we've we've handled some big projects on, on I mean... It seems like the planning board in this town does a lot of the bigger projects, but we, we've, we've handled some big projects as mm-hmm. well. So,
0: And in terms of the outcome on most of these things, uh, do people, you, t- you said sometimes you have to come back two or three times. Do most people do it on the first try? Yes. You know? Okay.
1: Yes, but <laughs> and some people get rejected on the first try. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, it's usually a, a one-shot um, uh, stop because normally you'll know... When when you go through the community development office, whether it's even worth your benefit to seek relief from the zoning board of appeals. Right. Okay. So, for instance, there's certain things that you're gonna that are that we don't normally. Um, it's not that we don't normally allow, but that is realist are realistic in this town and aren't realistic in this town because it's just not allowed. You're not going to, you know knock down your building and build something that's going to be three times the size of what you put there. Right. I mean, so, uh, you know, that, that's just not realistic. And, you know, there's, so, the planning staff sets the expectations. Mm-hmm. And normally what comes before us is normally reasonable. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. especially with a special permit, the standard is very low and we usually allow it a variance you need hardship and uh did the, they there's the topographical issues and things like that so the standard is quite higher mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so and are there uh, you
0: know you, you you talked about you do you said nine cases is that usually like nine cases a month or is that
1: uh no we usually have five cases uh uh at, at a um in a night i believe it's five and our average, we average between twenty five and forty cases a year okay so and that's because I think the community development office weans them out right um and can actually scale it back that they can do it by right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um so and that's not i mean that's not an abundance of cases yeah yeah okay so and that and there are cases we do that um that will allow something that we won't normally allow on a case by case basis due to a hardship and we will say it in the decision that this is not precedent setting, mm-hmm. but due to the circumstances, we do allow it. So Okay. We we do that.
0: And in these cases are there is there a for the people that are submitting these uh, applications, is there kind of a, a major lesson learned? Say, oh, you know, half the people that do this make this mistake, or, you know, hey, remember, do this, and you'll really streamline the process. Is there is there a lesson learned that, that uh, you see over and over again, or yes, is
1: it Don't rush it. Don't rush it. Take no. your time. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was on the Somerville zoning board, and, and it, I guess this doesn't happen in the city of towns, if you're doing something on a larger scale, and we live in heavily populated neighborhoods, well, at least in this area, and you want to make your neighbors comfortable. Okay. So, in my opinion, and I've always said this to people, meet your neighbors, go out and talk to your neighbors, show your neighbors the plan, get a petition, have them sign it, or at least have a neighborhood meeting and talk to them and say, hey, I'm putting a dormer up, or I'm putting an addition on, or we're putting a back deck on. Um, how do you feel about that? Um, or we're putting a fence, or we're putting a fence up, or we're putting the shrubbery, or we're going to put a circular driveway. Whatever the case may be, and just get everyone on board. Right. Sure, there might be people who di- who dissent, or s- even some of the businesses that might come into town. Um, my first instinct is, I ask the question, did you talk to the neighbors? Right. If there's a restaurant—so, what, what, so for instance, you see, there's, we, oftentimes, from a youth standpoint, we see, fast, we see restaurants come in town, change of use of restaurants or restaurants, and people come out, and they're opposed to certain types of restaurants because they're in a residential area. And I'll ask the owner, did you go talk to the, to the people— Know, they'll say no and and there's no requirement under the bylaw that you have to have a sp- that you have to have a community meeting but, but just socializing that but that's makes what all I the al- that's yeah. what I always came from 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 somewhere where we always have multiple community meetings because you want people to be comfortable whether it's your normal residential um, uh, building or a restaurant you you want people to be happy because they're going to be looking at it or they're going to be smelling your smells, even though the ventilation systems are much better now. But you're going to want people to be happy about that, right? And the parking and traffic. If I if I say it once, I say it a hundred times. With daycares in 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 Belmont, we have a lot of daycares in Belmont. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure people are happy with the daycares because people are driving and you want to stagger the parking and do this and do that, and you want to make sure everybody's safe, and nobody's getting hurt, Right. you know, so that's just how it is.
0: Yeah, that's great from a lessons learned perspective. Um, I, well, I've, I've, I found this super helpful, and um, I really appreciate the uh, the details. Uh, I've also looked at your website, it looks like there's, uh, you know, all the cases that come through, there's at least some record of those, so p- if people want to learn more, they can, yeah. I assume, go to the website.
1: Yeah, Well, they can come to a meeting, and um, and again, you know, we do need another board member, and um, and like I said, just, just patience is a virtue in uh, the zoning process. Don't rush it, and listen to what the Office of Community Development will tell you, and and take your time, and um, because in the long run, you'll end up spending more money, uh, or it'll it'll be more, um, maybe a negative negative outcome if you don't just uh just listen and um get things right th- done right in the first place
0: all right well i really appreciate it nick well, was great overview and uh, once again uh, i'm kevin dorn and this was the meet belmont podcast uh if you have any feedback for us about the podcast or topics for future conversations please feel free to drop us a line at meet belmont at gmail.com thank you